Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. Put your animal's photo and your question in the comment section of today's post um, so we can see it while we talk to you on the air. And call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. The chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host. I Kusuhara. Welcome to the show. Mm -hmm. Hi, Laura. How's it going? Good. So I have a mystery that I need your help to solve. I like mysteries. Yeah, pet mystery. So uh, since I've had Fenway, which has been about a year, um, every once in a while, he is like eating an avocado inside the house. And I sometimes it's been times when I haven't bought avocados. So it's not like he's stolen an avocado. Um, and then I didn't realize I had an avocado tree is what I thought. And so then I went and looked in the backyard where there's like these trees next to my orange tangerine tree. And what I saw was a very small tree that has leaves that look like it could be avocado leaves from Google images. I Google imaged like avocados leaves and they look similar, but I can't tell a hundred percent. And then and I checked the other day. To, hmm? Sorry, you don't see any avocados on that tree? No, so I checked the other day and I was like, oh, I wonder if there's any avocados. So I looked, there were no avocados from what I could tell. Then yesterday the he's eating. Another avocado? Yeah, he was eating another avocado yesterday. And is the avocado like ripe or is it like? Like, no, like? they're like all like, uh, they're not ripe. Like they're like mushy and, you know, like someone has taken a bite out of it. It's probably him taking a bite out of it. So then, you know, my boyfriend, you know, Brad was like, oh, maybe our neighbor's throwing avocado over. Or like, that would be really weird. And so I want to know from Fenway, where is he getting yeah. these avocados? Okay, let's ask Fenway. Fenway. And for all of our listeners, Fenway is um, my adopted Aussie doodle with a cool pink cow print nose. He's a blue merle Aussie doodle. He said, you know, the lady with the pink hair, she gives them to me. You know who that is? Is there somebody that has like a streak of pink in their hair? No, the only person I know would care would have been me, but like 10 years ago. It's in the back on the other side of the fence. She throws them over to me. You don't know who that is? Who's no. You know the people behind you? Uh, yeah, I know one of them is like an older woman. And then 
the other people are like a family and I haven't noticed that anyone has pink hair, but I mean, I can go look. Yeah, or maybe, so Fenway, is it the older woman? Is it an older woman that's doing it? And she wears like pink or is it like someone young, like their mom's age that is, She's kind of with the old lady. She has like soft pink hair. The odd thing about that is that your fence is solid. So it's not like you can see to the other side of the fence, right? No, but they can see. Uh, there's a possibility that they could like go over because it's not a fence in the back. It's like yeah. a brick wall. So yeah, he said she steps over. She steps over. Hmm. Does she know that she's feeding you, Fenway, or do you think that she's just throwing the avocados over to the other side, over to the yard? She knows she's feeding me. <laughs> That's it's so weird. weird. She looks like someone maybe you would be friends with. I don't know. It's, she's huh. really nice. She likes to give it to me because she says avocados are good for the skin. <laughs> That's really weird. And you know, I don't care that he's eating avocados. I just want to know where they're coming from. Like there are these magic avocados appearing in my home and I don't know where they're coming from. I mean, it's just really I'll weird. Tell me with the avocados a little bit again. So tell me like, like, do they look like they are ripe or they, is it just, it's not gotten ripe yet or it's, been ripe and then it's gone bad and it's shriveled. Like it's, it's like a little bit shriveled. Because maybe what's happening is but that sometimes you know what? Actually, that's not true. I've seen them where they're pretty. They look pretty good too. I would love to see what your tree looks like on the other side of. Like, does your tree go to the other side of the fence? No, it's really small. Oh, I don't know then. It's the lady with the pink hair. It's the lady with the pink hair. I am going to look around for the lady with the pink hair. It's really pretty. She almost looks like she might be like blonde with a streak of pink. That's so weird because I do know someone like that, but they don't come to my house and they don't know where I live. <laughs> you do know someone like that? Yes, yeah. I have a friend who has exactly that, a blonde hair with a streak of pink. You should ask her if she's friends with one of your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask her. That's really that weird. Would be, that would be really funny, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess the mystery continues. We'll have to find out. I'll let you all yeah, know if I find the lady with the pink hair. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so... Uh, we're going to take some calls. Uh, we take as many calls as we can every show. So uh, please be patient with us if you're calling in. I'm going to shout out the last four digits of your phone number. Um, and when you get on, just go straight ahead into what is your name? What is your pet's name? What kind of pet is, is he or she dead or alive? Male, female? Uh, species, description, and one theme or one question, because we have a lot of calls to get through. Like I see a ton of calls. So we're going to try and do as many as we can and Ooh, just go straight into it. Yeah. 
Seven nine. Yes, one question, everybody. Seven nine three nine. Seven nine three nine. You are on the air. Tell us Hello. who you are, and yes, go Hi. ahead. My name is Sylvia, and um, I have a white Maltese, and I posted his picture today. His name is Teddy, and uh, hopefully you can see him. I, you have uh, a white. What what is, what kind of animal is yours? It's a Maltese mixed. Oh, Maltese. Okay. It's he's white. His name is Teddy, and on the picture he's like looking up. I'm looking for it now. I just I posted it today before the show. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Did Did you see him? Oh, I see him. He's very cute. Okay, and, um, and he, uh, no, no, why he bites his paws all the time. Uh -oh. Yeah, and he bites them very hard, like, uh, I don't know, like he, like he was, I don't know, super hard. And I just want to yeah. know, is it, uh, why? Is it itching or is it painful or why does he do that all the time? Okay, let's get him. Okay, Teddy, honey, you're on. Did you know what your mom's question is? She wants to know why you bite your paws. Why do you bite your paws? I do it for a couple of different reasons. Down from my ankle, it hurts. It's like really sore. Does it sting? It doesn't sting. It feels tight and tingly. When I walk, sometimes they hurt. Um, are they red inside the pads or no? Is it a what? Inside. Is it red inside, like the webbing? Like if you pick apart the toes, is it red in there? No. No. So what he sounds like is going on is that he's having lack of search. Well, it could be actually arthritis in his ankles. And so then it's making his paws sort of sore when he's walking. Or it's that he's out of alignment, like around his neck or shoulder area or and um, it's creating lack of circulation down to his paws, and then it's tingling down there. But it's actually like a sore feeling, too. So um, I would get him looked at by a chiropractor and maybe even see if he might have a little bit of arthritis in his ankles. That oh, could tell you that. How uh, old is he? He's six. Oh, yeah. Because it definitely has something to do with pain. Oh, so I, I don't, so I don't feel like it's food related, which is like, like yeast will also do that. If a dog is eating a lot of um, grains or corn or chicken, sometimes they'll like, they'll start licking their paws. Sometimes they also lick their paws when they have acid reflux. So if they have like bad digestion and they've got extra like liquid in their mouth, they'll lick their paws, but his feels more like pain and soreness from the ankles. So I would get him adjusted by a chiropractor and checked out by a vet. Yeah, um, maybe you could put him on a supplement. Um, I called a couple of weeks because his, his brother passed. It was a small white poodle. Mm -hmm. Can you ask him if he's okay by himself or if he would like a, a brother? No, I feel like we're going to stick to one question. I'm going to try and get oh. as many animals as I can today. So just one okay. question. Okay. okay. Keep us focused on how he's doing. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. 
All right, next caller, uh, 9509. 9-5-0-9. Go straight ahead into what is your name, who is your animal, and all your info. Hi, my name is Amanda, and we have a little six-year-old beagle. Her name is Angela. Mm-hmm. She's a tricolor beagle, and she's having some health issues. She is. And um, so what do you want to ask her? Well, she's a therapy dog. She's my father's therapy dog. He's gone into the hospital with a broken neck, and all of a sudden she started having neck problems. And we don't know if it's in sympathy with him or if she truly is having neck problems needs surgery. Oh, my gosh. So, um, so what we can, what I could do is even like tell her that that's something that can happen, that she could have neck problems because of her dad having neck problems and that she's got to let that go. That doesn't help her dad by carrying that. What would help her dad is her dad being better. So, or, or her being better for her dad, because sometimes it's like us we carry the stuff, but we're unconscious of it. Um, and I'll also ask her. If she if she remembers getting hurt, so um so okay. when did when did she get to see your dad again? So just well, can she go to the hospital. It's been almost a month since she's seen him, and we can't take her to the hospital to see him because she's in so much pain that she does that beagle howl, and it would be disruptive. The hospital is more than happy to come have her come, but we can't take her because she's in so much pain. Oh my gosh, I wonder if she's saying, okay, I'm going to figure out if she's creating the pain because he went to the hospital, so she wants to go visit him, so she creates the pain. Yeah. Let me me explain this to her. Okay, hold on. Angela, you said her name is? Angela. Angela Love. Okay, Angela Love. I hear you and my pain is real. (laughs) It hurts really bad when I swallow. Even when I turn my head both ways. So, do you know, Angela, that you could have gotten your your illness from your dad because you love your dad so much? You could have taken. I've never done that before, though. My dad has lots of issues, and I've never taken it on before. I really want to go see him, but I, but I know I need help first. I was wondering if maybe they could do that back massage thing. Where they move that thing down my back. Do you know what she's talking about? Yes. We had her get cold laser therapy last week. Oh, yeah. So that helped her. That helped her. So um, so maybe getting her adjusted would help her, too. Did Have you thought about that? Yes, we have. Because she's in so much pain that we didn't know if a chiropractor would be beneficial at this point or not. Mm, definitely beneficial because if she, if she needs to get back in alignment, then um, the chiropractor should do that and it and might, like, be a little bit sore right when they do it, but then it, it can be, like, instant relief. Um, but you just want to make sure. Did you Have you taken x-rays? Yes. Yeah, so maybe show those x-rays to the chiropractor so they have something to go off of when they see. Yeah, I'd find a veterinary chiropractor and show the x-rays to them. 
um, and do the cold laser. So listen, sweetheart, mommy's going to take you to get that cold, or auntie, or sister. <laughs> sister, by the way. What was that? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what you are to her, but you're probably her sister. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, she's my little sister. My parents are in their oh 80s, and I now have a little. <laughs> so cute. So, Angela, your, your sister's going to take you to get that cold laser and maybe to the chiropractor, and that might going to help you, but I want you to picture your body well, okay? If you stop screaming, you can go and see your dad, which is, like, the coolest thing. So you got to envision your body well. So that you can go visit him, all right? I'm going to get better now that I get more laser. Like, I, I need that. I also need that pill that makes you feel drunk. Do you know what that is? <laughs> Are you there? Are you there? Uh, yeah, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> Do you know what that is? I'm sorry, what was that? She said, do you know what pill she's talking about? What, pillow or pill? Pill, pill. She says that pill that makes you feel drunk. Oh, yeah, she's on tramadol. Lots oh. of it. So, oh. Um, so maybe she likes that pill, but maybe I cut down the dosage a little bit. Because if it's making her feel drunk, it might be a little bit too much. Okay. Um, but talk to your vet about that because I can't really give you veterinary advice, but it's just a thought. Okay. Um, yeah, so let us know. Do those things and let us know how she does. But keep envisioning okay. her better and give her the power okay. to do that too. Yeah. Okay, so because so, we were talking about scheduling her for surgery tomorrow, but we should try these other options first. Well, I am not a vet. I would definitely talk yes. to a veterinary chiropractor before you do yes. surgery. Okay. But give, give it, awesome. like, it's a good referral and get show him the x-ray yeah. okay great thank you so yeah. much okay. thanks for your call yeah wow I'm gonna get surgery I know you really hit all those points it was like oh yeah that thing on my back and they're doing that laser and <laughs> the pill that makes me feel drunk tramadol that's really funny I know, and you must be going, who's the girl with the pink hair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, 3788, 3788. Go ahead Hi, with um, your name. My name is Rachel. My dog's name was Pineapple. He is a pug. He passed away last week um, suddenly of a seizure, and he had mobility issues during his life, and I just want to make sure he made it over okay, that that, that didn't hinder him from crossing over. Okay, let's ask him. I love his name, Pineapple. Oh, okay, I see his cute little picture too. Get him. I gotta tell my mom that something great happened to me when I got here. What great happened to you? I all of a sudden got dinner. What? I'm sorry. He said he said he all of a sudden got thinner and he can move with more of a wiggle. Oh, that's so good. I can really wiggle now. He says he does something. 
he comes to you with in spirit and he does something with the covers. It's like he, I don't know if he's like nesting with his nose with the covers or he's doing something with the covers on your bed. Did he used to do that in life? Like yeah. push around the covers? Yeah. So he's coming and doing that now with you. So know that like if you're lying in bed and you have this like overwhelming sense of memory of like him doing that, where that like makes you just like want to cry because like you miss him so much. Know that that memory is him placing that memory in your mind and then wrapping your spirit around you so that it feels so real. Aw, that's so sweet. So he, he made it over safely? Yeah, he definitely made it over safely. And he also said he met a dad man here. A really nice dad man. Maybe my grandpa. Must be your grandpa, yeah. Did um, he know what was happening to him when he was dying? Because he went into uh, sudden seizures. and Yeah, did you know what was happening to you? I had breaks of light. Oh, he said that when he was seizuring, he would feel like, ow, and then wow. So what he's saying is that there was a few moments in those seizures where he was connected to both worlds. So he felt the pain of the seizure and then the, like, the loving bliss of heaven. And so there was this contrast of both. Sometimes the animals talk about feeling that right before they die. And it's sort of like the universe sort of telling them, this is what you have to live with if you stay. This is the feeling that you live with when you leave. So it makes it easier for them to break from their body or to split from their body because they feel the pain and then they feel the bliss. And that's what happened to him during the seizure. He's sort of in both worlds. That's good. So he thinks we made the right decision letting him go. Then I was in a cloud of love. Oh. Mom, you definitely made the right decision. I also see this woman in, I feel like it's a woman in spirit who's like rubbing your back and she's like helping you make the decision. I don't know if that's like a grandma figure or a woman figure in heaven. Do you know who that would be? Yeah, she probably my like, grandma. Yeah, really caring. Really like Because I, I asked her to make sure he made it over. Okay, because oh, I was worried because his legs didn't work all good. Oh, so she was there sort of like, so what's really, really interesting about that is that that you asking her um, to help her, that help him, it's like, it's a fine line between which came, which came first, you know? You could have felt her presence, and then that's why you asked her, like unconsciously felt her presence, and then that's why you asked her to help him. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So know that while you were talking to her at that time, she was really close to you like touch stroking your back close to you. And then the reason why he talked about your grandpa first is because they want you to know that he's there too, watching over you. They're both there. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You be well. Thank you for your call. That's so amazing when uh, you, I hear from you about people on the other side. I mean, like, it makes sense 
but it's still unbelievable. It is. Let's yeah, see. like unbelievable. Like it's just so like it's so amazing that that our loved ones like make sure like our pets get there and and they're like mm -hmm. watching out for us and I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, I've always seen dead people since I was a kid, like since I was like really little. So I don't ever think it's unbelievable because I've always like seen dead people, so I kind of feel like it's right. my reality. But yeah, what I find, what I do find so unbelievable is like how many ancestors of ours are watching over us and our pets when they're like died like long before our pets mm -hmm. were even born, and like they didn't yeah. even know our pets. Or like like sometimes great grandparents come in, and I'm like, oh, yeah. like you you like died when like even the person was like four years old or whatever. So that's what you, always amazed me is how long they watch over us. Yeah. Do you ever talk to your like ancestors you've never met in real life? Yeah, I do. You do? Oh, that's yeah, so yeah. interesting. Like, I'll do, like, like there'll be times where like I'm doing a session with somebody, usually like a people medium session. And we're mm -hmm. like talking who are like really that have been dead a long time and like they say things about like their generation and they they say such these this wisdom that's so generational and then it will like after I get off the phone with them then I'm like hey great grandpa or something you know just like, <laughs> yeah it spurs me to think about them and so then like I'll mm -hmm. talk them but like what's really interesting is my grief Grant, my great grandfather owns one of the biggest electrical business in New York City, and so he mm -hmm. was like, like this, and he was strong Italian, you know, and like, mm -hmm. and so he was like this really sort of tough Italian businessman. So like, whenever I sign like a business contract or I'm doing something business wise, he is so strong, telling me whether it's a good idea or not. We can mm, that's be awesome. Like, <laughs> we'll be like, they're just honest. Don't sign it. Like, he'll be like, I can hear him like super strong. And like, he sits at the table with me all the time. And, you know, he's just like intense. He's like intense. Oh my gosh. Life of a pet psychic and people medium. That's amazing. I know. Like, it's like, to me, that's a whole other world. I don't even know if I, like, even though I believe you. Like it's hard for me to wrap my mind around all that, all this stuff. It's it's like so. It's I don't have that. I know you say that I do, but I don't, and it's hard to understand. No, it. you definitely you definitely do. But what I think sometimes, like when I'm really actually thinking about it, and I'm actually sort of like digesting the whole thing, because to me it's so so real. But like how like my grandpa being there and he's telling me no 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 like don't sign it or whatever. Yes yes yes. These people are honest. You know, like that happens with every, with, a, with most people, like their, their loved ones on the other side are giving them direction with the people. Mm. And this can be about the pets too, are also giving you direction, but the people are not always picking it up as like their great grandpa or their pet. They're picking it up as their own intuition. I just had a really strong feeling when I was sitting at that table, I shouldn't sign the contract. And so mm -hmm. then I think to myself, like, that's where it gets, like, a little bit weird. Because then you think to yourself, like, huh, like, what is your, re what is your intuition versus your guide or your grandpa or somebody or your pet telling you something right. on the other side? 
So that's right. the, fuzzy. Mm-hmm. What's really your thought? Yeah, you're like, who am I anyways? I don't even know who I am anymore. (laughs) Somebody else making it right. I mean, right, right. Wow. I I do believe that there's a higher order to it. Like they, you know, they have to live by universal law. So like they're only Mm going to really telling you that if, you know, karmically it's the right thing. Right. Wow. It's so fascinating to think about. All right. On that note. 3020-3020, you are up. Please tell us all your info and your pet's info. Go ahead. Hi, Laura. Uh, my name is Irene, and uh, I was calling for my mom's cat. Actually, my mom wanted to check. I put a black and white photo on the Facebook uh, when she was little. Um, they had to move to another place, to another apartment, and they didn't allow pets there. And she always wondered what happened because they had to leave her cat behind. And her mother went and fed the cat like once a week or once a day. You know, she'll go back to the old neighborhood and feed the cat. But then one day the cat disappeared. They don't know what happened. And my mom was very heartbroken. And she wants to know, wants to talk to her because she had three cats in her life when she was little. Every cat she had, they will just accept this one because they had to leave leave him behind. Every cat would just kind of say goodbye in a way and leave. And then they would never hear back then they just they thought you know they went to die but this third one um she really is so heartbroken that she always would tell me i don't know what happened to him and she had to leave him behind so she wanted to know you know it's a long time that's happened but still she misses him yeah okay i'm looking for the picture i don't see it's a black and white picture um and it's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Black that. White, really old photo. Yeah, I love that old photo. I saw that last week. Yeah, I love that photo. Is that your, yeah. is that your mom? That is my mom when she was around oh. 10 years old. She's now in her 70s, you know. And um, we found this picture, and she's like, oh, this is my cat when I was little. And she oh. was telling me about it. And, you know, she loved her cats. So, but this one, she was so heartbroken. She had to leave back. But she was only 10, you know. What can she do? She yeah. was a child. Right. Yeah. Okay, let's get What was the kitty's name? Uh, the key is the um, cat's name is Chichico. Oh. It was a he, male cat. Oh, oh, okay, let's get him. Oh, I love this photo. I saw this last Okay, what do you think? He said that he's come back to her since. He has come back to her? Yeah, and he said that he looked kind of similar. Did she have another black and white cat? No, she's never had animals after that. No, she oh. never had it. Okay, hold on. So, but, but, but you have, but mom never had animals after. I'm sorry, say that again. Well, he keeps saying I come back to her, and I thought it was in the past, like he had come back to her. But maybe he's gonna come back to her now. Oh, because they're not planning on getting, because uh, they travel, and she doesn't want to have, you know, she doesn't have anybody to leave as her pet. Hold on a second. Hold on. So, they, I'm not quite I'm sure that I understand. What do you mean you come back? I'm getting a little bit confused because I keep say I keep hearing I come back I come back all the time I come back 
But let me, give me a second. Let me, sometimes what happens is I have to ask them more questions and then for the radio, it's like, there's all this like confusion. So um, I'm going to ask the questions out loud so you guys know what I'm asking. So what do you mean that you come back all the time? Do you mean that you come back all the time like in spirit? Like you come and visit your mom? Do you mean that you come, like you used to come back and you would be looking for your person back when you were, back when this, this happened? Like, what exactly do you mean you come back? Or do you mean that you're going to come back in life? Because I'm a little bit confused. I would come back looking for them. And I would get really stressed I couldn't find them. And I would look and I would look and I would look. And then one day I just got in a car And I decided that I was going to go find them. But I didn't find them. But I did find this nice man who smoked really thin cigars. And his fingers would always smell like cigars when he pet me. I'm not mad but I want you to know something. You should have another cat. Because your love can soothe the cat. And sometimes when you think of me, this is to your mom. I come back and I sit on your lap and I need your lap. and tell you that all things are forgiven in time. And it wasn't your fault. And you're capable of being a good pet owner. So you should have a cat. I I almost feel like he would come back to her if she decided she was going to have a cat. Oh, really? I, wow. I think that that's what he was saying, that if she decided she would have a cat, he would come back and he would look really similar to the way he looked then. Oh. But he went to another person because he was... Yeah, he went looking for her and he got into a, a car and then he found somebody else that took oh. care of him, a man that had stinky scar fingers. So <laughs> he died <laughs> And I guess he died naturally because my mom thought maybe a car hit him and they, he died because one day he didn't show up when they were feeding him every day. Um, my grandmother was going to the old neighborhood to feed. One day he wasn't there. So I guess that's when he got into the car. He got in the car. But what's in interesting about your mom is that your mom thought that he might have gotten hit by a car. And what could have happened is that he could have been trying to tell her from a distance because kids and their animals, they really are telepathic. And so Uh. it's really possible that he could have been saying to her, I got in the, I got in a car and she picked up car, car, you know, and she got hit. But because she didn't find peace from it, she, because there was still, it wasn't like the right, she didn't pick it up exactly correctly that the, he right. still had stress about it. Do you know what I mean? Because, right. like, if he'd right. gotten hit by a car and he had been in spirit, she, 
she would and he would have been happy. She might have felt like, oh, I think he got hit by a car, but he's probably okay now. But she was still wondering because there was still a question because he was still out there. Does that make right, sense? Right. Yes, yes, yes. She always said, oh, maybe a car hit her. That was always what she thought, the car. And yeah. And he was a treat, you know, so... Yeah, but actually he got in a car and got but taken. But he understood that he understands that they had to leave, right? They couldn't take. He um, understands that now, but he did not understand that then. The time. Right. No, right. he did not understand. He, he could not understand, like, why are you not here every day? Like, I don't get it. Like, right. why don't you live here anymore? He didn't. Right. He didn't understand it at all. Yeah. But the wonderful thing is that he did find love. I mean, he did find that man to take care of him. And I feel like he died when he was very, very old in the arms of the man. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh. Because I see the man now even, like, holding him. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. That's good so, to know. At least, at least she has a kind of an answer now to know what happened and that the cat is not mad at her, you know. No, he's definitely not mad at her. And I don't know if he was, he was never mad at her. He was just confused. Confused, so, yeah. Um, um, but I, she will see him again. Whether she sees him in this life or on the other side, she will see him again. She will see him. Uh huh. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. She's almost saying that this has traumatized her so much that she hasn't been able to have another cat. Yes, we never grew up with pets because both my parents, especially my mom, had three different cats. Got them from the street as kittens, and they all three were great. She kept saying, and she said, it's very bad when you lose a cat, you know, or a pet, and she didn't let us have pets. She said, when you grow up and get married, you just go get your pet, and that's what I did. I couldn't grow up with a pet because of that. Very well, if, if she chooses to open up her heart, this cat will come back. Great. Well, I will tell her that. You never know. Yeah, and keep us posted. Yeah, yeah thanks for your call. Yeah. Well, I wonder if the mom will be open to that. It sounds like she has um, kind of, you know, afraid to get close with the animal again after all of her experiences. You know, but. I know. You know what's so sad is that it's so traumatizing for kids when things like that happen. Yeah. Definitely. It's like you, people don't know, know like how much kids actually go, how much pain they actually go through. Like mm -hmm. I get a lot of phone calls from older people saying, it's been, you know, 60 years. Do you think that you could talk to this animal I had when I was a kid? This happened. My, you know, my dad used to beat it or we left it. Mm -hmm. or, it's yeah. Sad. It's really sad. Okay, our next caller is 6284, 6284. You are on. Tell us who are you, your animal, your good detailed information. Go ahead. 6284, you're on. Okay, you don't know your phone number maybe, so we'll <laughs> move on to the next person. Make sure you know your phone number. <laughs> 9566, go ahead. 9566. You're on. Hello. Hello. They're busy too. Okay, moving along. I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> one seven nine eight. One seven nine eight. 
You are on. Oh, hold on. You're on now. Go ahead. I am here. Hi. Good. Go ahead. Damien. My name is Damien, and uh, I did put a picture up of a black Newfoundland named Moya. Hey. Oh, yeah. There's a past four years ago at eight and a half years old. How did she become paralyzed? Aww. <laughs> and then what is she, what does she think of? Who is this? Uh, Maeve. And who's Maeve? Maeve is my four-year-old Newfoundland who I got after Moya I, passed away. Oh, okay, cool. Um, because I, I think I was just in so much grief. And yeah. I thought I put my grief into, you know what, we need to get a new dog, and uh, yeah. of course, another Newfoundland. And yeah. so I always wondered how exactly she became paralyzed, but then we are having some issues with our four-year-old dog, Maeve, and I wondered if she might give me some, uh, I guess, what are your, to help with that. What are your issues, not similar issues of being paralyzed, right? No, 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 just some behavioral stuff, like a little bit of resource guarding. She's terrified of, not terrified, but she's afraid of people in hats and sunglasses. And we have oh. to be very careful and make sure that we don't put anyone in danger or put her in a position where she could endanger mm. someone. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, we said one question, so I'm going to concentrate on her. I can just pick one. No, it's hard not to keep going. <laughs> okay, oh, let's get that. She's such a beauty. Okay. Yeah, she was, she was my love. Love of my oh, life. Gorgeous. Um, I gotta tell my mom first of all that I love her. Sorry. She she says that she loves you. Oh. And Maeve has a problem with her eyes. Maeve has a problem with her eyes. She doesn't see well. Interesting. One gets really foggy and then crooked. Interesting. And it's really hard for her to see. Okay. To an eye How specialist. Do you- have that look yeah, how, how do you how do you check a dog's eyesight? And I guess even if you could, well, you can't and really I, talk. You can put glasses on them. <laughs> well, an eye specialist could look at her. I mean, I don't I don't know. We'd have to ask them how to do that. But also, one of the things I know, like you hear me, like I'm a really big fan of chiropractic. But sometimes when they're out in the atlas, which is at the base of the skull, it can affect the occipital nerve, which is the nerve to the eyes. So sometimes right. when you get them adjusted, it can help the eyesight. So I would try that with with a maze. So get her adjusted. Where where well, my, are you? My located? chiropractor actually does dogs. Oh, good. Yeah, tell her to look at the atlas. Where are you atlas. located? Uh, Long Island. Oh, okay. Um, because I know somebody out here that's really good, but far away from you. Um, okay. So, and so what, well, how did you get paralyzed? It was really simple. I got swollen. It, my back got really, my back got really swollen. Was it her neck or her back? It was my back. Interesting. Okay. Down at the, down at the base of my spine. It huh. wouldn't move anymore because it was swollen so much. Wow. Maybe there, maybe it was like a like something with a disc or something. Could be. It's a it's a lower lower back. I had come home and she was laying in the yard and uh, 
uh, she wasn't moving, but I, she was laying in her usual spot, so I thought she was just enjoying the cold weather. And uh, I, I don't know. And then after a while, I was like, okay, what's the deal? And I went out there, and she wouldn't even move. We had to carry her in. She was uh, paralyzed, and we had to put her down. It was horrible. It was really bad. I, all yeah. I see is the bottom of her spine, like, totally inflamed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so she's saying uh, Maeve's eyes. Okay. Yeah. Get that checked out. Let us know. All right. Anything else she wants me to know? <laughs> That's it for today. Excellent. To Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow. That would be so scary to come home and find out your animals paralyzed. Oh. That would be the worst. You know, there's something that you can do, though, now. Is that mm -hmm. um, the Tellington Touch, which oh, is yeah. like a circuit right? And it works with the nervous system. Um, mm -hmm. I have known dogs that have been paralyzed and mm -hmm. who are seemingly paralyzed. And then you T-touch them, and in like a week or two, they're up and walking. I've seen that before. Wow. So, well, I know my yeah. old dog, Ventura, you know, Ventura, he, yeah. he was paralyzed for you know, for a little bit where he was dragging his backside, like his whole back half. Oh, right. And you did like acupuncture and stuff with him, right? And chiropractic. Yeah, like we did acupuncture, chiropractic, and then he was in um, doggy PT doing water treadmill. Mm -hmm. And so I was like driving him very far to all his appointments like every week. Yeah, it's so great. It's hard with such a big dog like a Newfoundland to be able to like, yeah. wait that now because they're so heavy. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't for them. Yeah, they're huge. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's go to our next caller. It is, let's see, where should we go? Here, I'm going to pick someone that looks like they have a Southern California area code. 3274. 3274, you are on. Hi there, my name is Kelly, and my dog's name is Fergus. He is an eight-year-old-ish, we don't quite know because we got him from the shelter, so the guess is eight, uh, poodle, Maltese poodle mix. Um, we've had him for about three months since July, so about five months or so. And my question is, he's got a range of growls, and I want to know what they mean. Sometimes it's growling because he seems really happy and he's telling he's talking to us. He's animated at night. He growls at us and it just seems like he's maybe grumpy. And then other times it seems like he is in pain. He x-ray show. He had some kind of injury pretty severe at his back, uh, hip and back. And we think he has some pain with that, but we don't quite know. Are we doing things that are more painful for him uh, and, you know, around the growling, I'm just concerned there's, we try to, you know, we take wonderful care of him, but I don't know if what we're doing is, at times is something he's, that he's in more pain about, and we certainly wouldn't want that. Yeah, you should look into that Canapex. I don't know if you've heard that from the last, I think we talked about it on the last radio, it's like a cannabis for dogs. There, there's no THC hmm. in it, which means there's, you know, it's, it doesn't come from the marijuana plant, it comes from the hemp plant. And um, it's been really helpful with pain. Okay. Um, but let's um, ask him. And so what you said, sometimes you think he's growling to, like, talk to you in fun. Because maybe we should ask him not to do that and make another sound for fun. Because 
you don't want to, if, if you're getting confused about that, it's probably not the best thing for him to do because growl in the dog world is used as a form of communication, you know, a form of a warning. And yeah. if you're getting confused, I don't want you to think that he's playing one day and then push him and then it turns into a bite because that's what happens. Right. It goes from a growl to a snarl to a bite. Mm-hmm. So um, that's really important for tell him don't, sort of growl and play. Okay. 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 Ferguson, you said his name is? Uh, Fergus, F-E-R-G-U-S. Okay. Fergus, are you there, honey? Are you listening to your mom about what she's saying? He says sometimes when he growls, it's because he's got a weird numbing sensation on the right side of his body, and it goes all the way up to his cheek. Up to his cheeks? Yeah, it feels really numb. And the other thing that happens to me when I growl is I have pain in my stomach. And I'm like, my stomach really hurts. Uh, I like food, but some foods make me sick. So uh, sometimes foods with grains can make their stomachs feel sick. Um, so you want to make sure he's on a grain-free diet. Okay. He pretty much is saying, oh, he would like, like meat, like chicken or turkey. It's like a white meat. Okay. Oh, he loves that with rice and cottage cheese. So he's definitely had that once before when he was sick. <laughs> you know, like, he said meat, like, meat with rice and cottage cheese? Yeah, it looks like the kind of like food that like vets have been scribing for like years when your when your dog has diarrhea. It's like yeah. that's the kind of food he wants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, that's not a complete diet, so you want to look into like making him a complete diet. Usually, yeah. with with little dogs like that, I like to put them on that freeze dried Stella and Chewies because that's a complete diet, and you could supplement any any uh, like food like chicken and stuff with the cell and chewy so that they get a complete diet. Okay. So Fergie, do you understand, Fergus, do you understand that you're not supposed to growl if you're having fun because that can confuse them. Okay. So you want to maybe like make another noise for fun, but make sure it doesn't sound anything like a growl. Like make like a chirping sound. Yeah, you could make like a chirping sound. <laughs> you know what sound he's talking about? Does he make a chirping sound sometimes? Um, more like a he does like a high pitched, high high pitched kind of squeal when he's going to eat. He loves to eat, and he does that. Oh, that's his chirping sound. That's what he's talking about. That's funny. Yeah, it, it does sound like, like it's this high-pitched bark, but it sounds like a chirp. You're right. Oh, that's so cute. Um, <laughs> I want to tell my people I love them a lot. I'm really lucky. Mm. And I like my comfy, cozy beds. <laughs> he has several. And he, he says he wants one on your bed with him. Oh, so, Okay. That's actually a really common small animal request is that they get a, one of their beds on the bed. Okay. 
But you said he he's happy. He, he yeah, said he's he says, happy with us. Yeah, he says, tell them they're my dream home. So cute. Oh, so cute. You know, I would see if you could tackle that pain a little bit more and then also um, also change his diet. Okay. Help with, help I'll, with I'll look for any grains we're giving them. Yeah. Okay. Terrific. Thanks. Let us know how Thanks we go. for your call. Yeah. Chirping. That's cute. <laughs> I know. Poodle Maltese. <laughs> That's so adorable. All right. Well, hey, if you didn't get on the air, don't worry. You can always call us again next week because we do try to take as many calls, but, you know, it's only an hour show. So it's time for Storm King and Friends Words of Wisdom. Yay! Yay! Stormy. Words of wisdom. Stormy honey, words of wisdom. Felix is looking at me. Felix, you want to say something too? What do you want to say? My words of wisdom is chirp away. <laughs> chirp away. <laughs> funny. Why do you chirp? <laughs> it's funny because. <laughs> Usually, Felix, he only barks when he's, like, barking out the window, and I tell him to be quiet. So maybe he's saying that, like, he's thinking he can make good happy noises. He didn't know. That's true. Chirp away. Okay. Stormy, honey, what do you want to say for words of wisdom? I want everyone to know something special. It's really good to have dreams and to go after them and just know that everything takes time. When you feel strongly that you're supposed to do something, the universe always gets an alignment. And it might not always feel like it's your timing, but it's the best timing for you. That's good advice. Yeah. That is very good advice. <laughs> I know who I'm talking to. <laughs> Thanks, Stormy. <laughs> hey, can we see what uh, what Fenway has to say? I want to see if he has any words of wisdom because I've never really heard him say anything of wise. Course. Not that I don't think about? he's wise. No, I think Ben said wise things before. I know. Fenway, honey, words of wisdom from Fenway. I've got a really great word of wisdom. When you're tired, sleep. When you feel bored, do something fun. When you feel troubled, reach for a friend. When you feel confused, Look to your mom. If your mom's not there, look to your dad. If your dad's not there, look to whoever's watching you. And I got to say something else. When you're learning, sometimes it doesn't make sense. And you're like, what are they trying to say? And then you just like want to forget it. But then they stick with you. 
and you just keep learning little by little until it makes so much sense. And then you're like, I can't believe I never understood that before. It's really good to keep learning. And when you feel confused, just let it go. And it just comes to you in time. That's really great. Because that's like the processing everything, right? I mean, it's like people who are like like in therapy, it's like dogs learn, like it's like aggression that way, like fear issues you can think that way. Yeah. like, Like anything really, it's life. That's really smart. Thanks, Fenway. That's awesome. Hey, does, do uh, Fenway and Storm King know each other? Like, do they talk to each other telepathically? I can't even believe it's been a year and I haven't even met Fenway in person. What's wrong with that? Um, okay, so um, Stormy, I'm going to ask Stormy first. Yeah, Stormy, I know, ask Stormy. Stormy, buddy, Stormy, you fell asleep. Buddy, do you do you and Fenway ever talk? You know, I talk Fenway. Sometimes you hear him barking, and I'm like, Fenway, you're so Aussie. I really like him because he's my friend reincarnated, and I just think it's so cool. I can't wait till I see him in person because I think that when I see him in person, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember I love people because then he'll remember me and then he'll remember being Ventura. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. It's so true. He does bark so much. (laughs) I love it. Stormy says that that's Aussie because Aussies, I used to always say Aussies love to hear themselves talk because that's what yeah. Stormy used to bark about. You know what I hope it goes away soon. Stormy? Stormy lies down, like even through words of wisdom, he lies down. But when he was talking about Fenway, he sat, he like, like, like stood up, <laughs> not stood up, but he like, like lied up, you know? Amazing. All right. Well, tune into the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication, as well as private consultations. And also, like, uh, gift certificates are available right now for the holidays. So we'll see you all next week. Go to thepetpsychic.com for more info. Bye. Bye, everyone. Talk with the animals. She can talk to the animals.